If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, I look back at that loss, I just think we didn't give them the respect that they deserve. I felt like practice was very loose um, that week. I felt like people were just, you know, like, oh, Sunbelt or whatever conference, we're going to beat them, we're going to dust them. Even when playing relaxed football, we about, we should beat them by 40. Again, every team we we uh, face this year, we're going to give them the, their respect, the respect that they deserve. Like they're the best team. So that's that's how we're preparing for NIU. Uh, I just know they came in here and ended up coming away with a W. So at the end of the day, it's not too much. Little things, I remember they had some good guys. And at the end of the day, we lost. So at the end of the day, we should make sure we prepare and make sure it don't happen again. All right, guys. Uh, Sean Callahan, Robert Washett, Nate Klaus. We're back here on the Husker online show. And that was Muhammad Barry and Lamar Jackson, two guys that were on the field that day in 2017, talking about that loss to Northern Illinois. Um, but you know, let's first talk positives. I, I think when you look at this unit guys from Nebraska defensively, um, they've done really well against the run. I think we kind of all predicted that, but uh, they've held two opponents under 90 yards. Their season average is 86 rushing yards per game. It's somewhat flawed though, because they count the sack yardage in there and, They've had decent sack um, numbers here the first two weeks. But to me, the biggest stat with Nebraska's rushing defense through two, they have not allowed a run longer than 20 yards. 18 yards is the longest run they've given up all season, and that's got to continue, I I think, for this defense uh, to step up. And and this will be something Northern Illinois will test Robin this week. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's not only their ability to be stout against the run, but they're making plays. Uh, you know, that is about one of the hallmarks of Eric Janander defense, especially give, just given the style of play, you know, they have to adjust to with the offense that Nebraska runs. They need to make game-changing plays. And through two games, Nebraska has done that. They're forcing turnovers. They're making tackles for loss. They're getting to the quarterback and creating sacks. And they're changing games uh, to an extent with those plays. And, you know, outside of one bad quarter um, in, the, in the fourth quarter in Boulder, uh, they've been exceptional, uh, far better than I certainly would have expected them to be. And they're the reason that, I mean, <laughs> you know, if that defense didn't play like that against South Alabama, that probably would have been a much uglier game. And um, who knows what would have happened if you know they don't play lights out for three quarters in Colorado so uh, I mean the defense was what question mark coming into the year people were asking you know how how would you gauge success for the defense you know will they be able to keep up with the offense well it's been a complete flip to the script where uh, this defense is the one carrying the load right now yeah and it's and up front you know I, I think that depth has really uh, been something that's that's helped that defensive line uh, there's a lot of a lot of faces up there that, that have played a lot of guys are making plays 
Um, you know, and I think for the most part too, um, especially when it comes to the ground game, the tackling has been pretty well o- outside of the, you know, the fourth quarter of the Colorado game. I, I think the tack- tackling in general has, has been much improved. Um, you know, especially that, that first half of the Colorado game, I feel like that may have been, you know, some of the best tackling out of a Nebraska defense. They still have 24 missed tackles on the season. They had 13 missed tackles at Colorado, but as you said, a lot of that happened late. Yeah, I think I feel like a lot, I feel like the majority of that happened late in the game. Um, so, you know, I, but the, that D line has kind of been, to me, has, has kind of set the stage for the, the entire defense to, to play well. Um, you know, when you're talking about the linebackers and, and the, the secondary uh, and how they've played, uh, I think it all starts up front for that defense. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. I, I think this week, Northern Illinois, they're going to come into Lincoln and they're going to try to shorten this game, grind it out, limit possessions for Nebraska. Trey Harbison is a very good running back. He had over 1,000 yards rushing last year. Trent Bowers is a grad transfer quarterback that they've brought in, can run the triple option. They've got a veteran offensive line that is um, regarded as maybe the best in the Mid-American Conference, uh, but they have not played well. Their, their running attack, the, their offense, especially running the ball, has not met the standard. I mean, tr- uh, the Harbison, the running back, um, I think is only averaging about 65 yards rushing per game over the first two. So you would have to think they're going to want to try to establish a run, and it'll be really important for Nebraska to stand up to that and not allow allow them to kind of limit the possessions for Nebraska's offense. Well, with them limiting the possessions and you know running the clock out, uh, the other side of that is that's going to limit uh, the amount of mistakes they make. And by the less mistakes they make, the less opportunities Nebraska's defense is going to have to you know capitalize on those game-changing opportunities. And so this is going to be a real test of, um, you know, obviously the, the offense has to do their part, but the defense has to find a way to kind of dictate things the way they have the first two weeks. And uh, you got to be sure tackling. I remember last time Northern Illinois came in here, kind of a similar situation where they had a good running back in Jordan Huff who rushed for a buck 05 on 16 carries. And, you know, that was an issue where Nebraska's defense didn't didn't answer the physicality of it. And Northern Illinois was the one punching them, and they weren't punching back. So um, Nebraska has to be the aggressor. They obviously have to be stout against the run, but they have to find um, opportunities to take advantage of um, when when they're there, You know, whether it's stripping the ball out or going after a pick. Um, I mean, those are the plays that have kept them alive for the first two weeks, and that has to continue against a Northern Illinois offense that's probably not going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I, you talk about a grad transfer in Bowers, uh, you know, a quarterback there. Uh, coming over from Cal, he's he's more of a traditional pocket passer. I know uh, Tony Tuioti um, was was talking about how you know he's a guy that that's gonna you know want to sit in the pocket w- when they're gonna be passing and and uh, is gonna be able to deliver the football. So um, in those situations, you know they're they're gonna have to get home to the quarterback and and be disruptive. Um, and I think what you'd like to see ideally is is for them to be able to to get pressure without you know bringing blitzes and without kind of selling out in certain areas. Um, you know that way you can hopefully limit any type of big play like that. And there is some familiarity with this new Northern Illinois coaching staff. Thomas Hammock obviously taking over for Rod Carey, but um, a number of these assistants actually coached against Nebraska's coaches when they were at Northern Iowa. You have some guys that were at South Dakota State and some other Missouri Valley places, uh, most notably Eric Eadsness, uh, the offensive coordinator, a longtime offensive coordinator at SDSU, is now the offensive coordinator there. So this Nebraska staff, I think, does at least have a handle, Robin, on just kind of what direction 
I think Northern Illinois wants to go and, and kind of how they'll go at them. But obviously they had to adjust what they want to do to the personnel there as well. Yeah. And again, you could only use those previous um, you know, game film so much. I mean, right now they're basing it off of essentially two games, which you know is the same issue they had against Colorado and even South Alabama to where um, you know, it's, a, it's a new staff and there's just not a lot of precedent as to what this particular team and this staff is going to do. But uh, I think generally speaking, like you said, you know they're going to run the ball. They're going to try and slow things down, keep Nebraska's offense off the field, and control the tempo of the game. And if Nebraska can force three and outs and find a way to take the ball away one or two times, that could be the difference in controlling this game and coming out with a, a good win. If there's a silver lining here, I, I think it's the fact that Northern Illinois did come into Nebraska and beat the Huskers a couple years ago because you talk to a lot of the defensive players and they, they're they definitely not sleeping on Northern Illinois. They're not looking past this game, looking at, at the Big Ten Conference play. Uh, they're taking this this game very seriously. And, and um, you know, I, I think that's – that's good to see uh, because a lot of times in the past, um, well, shoot, two years ago when Northern Illinois came to town, I'm sure, I mean, you heard some of the players talk about how they just thought they were going to be able to go out there and, and uh, just kind of go through the motions and, and pull out a, a win. And uh, they know for a fact that that's not going to happen this weekend. All right, when we come back, we're going to bring in Husker Online intern Grace Harmon. We'll talk more about Northern Illinois and that, that loss in 2017. But we'll take your questions in the mailbag as well. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.